0: Let me get my shit right. You now sounds- yeah, man. We here. Another week. Another pod. Oh, man. I going to bang the shit. Man. Uh, yo. Man, listen. we back. What is episode 35? Yeah, man. Um... You know, we moving into 2020, gotta switch some things up, it, uh, yeah, it's it's a process, it's a growing process, you guys have been here growing with me, yeah man, we just getting this, uh, bump this shit, man, Brookings came off on this beat, dude, alright, here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Art MBS Podcast, the podcast by artists for artists and art lovers. I'm your host from the West Coast, James Geralds. Let's get the housekeeping out the way. Shout out to the listeners, those on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and iTunes holding us down. The four niggas on Google over there twisting up. We see you listeners on the web. Keep it popping. We still got the teespring going down. If you guys are interested in supporting, it helps us to get podcasting equipment and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, man. Rock the uh, podcasting style with your official, you know, art and BS hoodie, shirt, coffee cup, socks, all that good stuff. Mm. Let's see what we got. The book still on sale. Uh, you can catch it in my bio. Um, hit me up if you want a personalized copy. Uh Oh yeah, at the end of the year, we're going to be discontinuing it and then we'll go to a lower paper quality so we can cut prices for those who don't have it. Still got a bunch of paintings on sale. If you guys are interested, check out my Instagram or jamesgeralds.bigcartel.com for some stuff that I got up there. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Vatican Custom Framery. Have some respect for your art. Get a nice frame. And if you don't, that's okay. Cause we don't want to frame shame here. But hey, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with quality. One hundred percent handmade in the US. Yeah, man. Vatican, good stuff. Shout out to Nigel. Good good job on uh being such a you know a great friend and uh, you know, a plug. So yeah, we got a bunch going down right now. You guys, I want to invite you guys into to this experience, because what's been happening is, man, we killed it this last year with all the guests and shit like that, and we'll get to an end of the year wrap-up and everything. However, there has been a distinct lack of solo episodes. I think that we've recorded uh, like five or six maybe over the past year, and what I'm figuring out... <laughs> Is y'all niggas rock with the guests, but you know what I'm saying? So the solo episodes, we got to get you more acclimated to who I actually am and all of that good shit. So I came up with uh, some questions on Instagram and shouts to all the people who submitted questions and stuff like that, man, these are some really solid questions. So, um... I guess we can get to the questions. Oh, yeah. Smoke it if you got it. Drink it if you got it. Entrepreneurs, keep that schedule filled. If you on the 9 to 5, keep the AirPods in so your boss ain't tripping. You know what's really good. Okay. um. So we will... I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this shit. Should I do the questions at the end or should I... Well, yeah. Some of these actually... um kind of, I guess they answer what I was going to say anyway, so, bong, okay, let's do it, you guys, let's start it off, we're in here, do you prefer canvas or panel, and is there a preference why, you know what, I should, okay, we're here, we're in the questions, let's do it, um, do, 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 yeah, you know, honestly, I do prefer. Okay, this is a this is a cool question because if it canvas, I don't really. If I have to paint it, I will. The tooth that canvas has, it's it doesn't really. I mean, if I have a choice, I'll paint linen. If I like, even though I've only painted that backpack, I mean that butter smooth shit. Like, if I had a choice, boom. If I have to paint canvas. I will. I painted some canvas board, uh, but my preference is actually panel. I enjoy wood panel. Um, once we get a little bit more balling, we'll move up to the ACM, um, which is aluminum composite material. And if you're a local in Fresno and you're looking for some ACM panels, hit up the Vatican Custom Framery. Nigel has them on deck. Um, I know some of them have like a lead finish or like some of them are lead primed. Some of them are unprimed and they're like copper. And then some of them are, um, fuck. What's the other one? The, I forget what the last type of priming is, but don't, um, don't hold me to that last one, but I, but check him out, hit him up if you guys are in the area and you want some of those artifacts, um, ACM panels because yeah, man, crazy shit. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I like wood panels, I've been using Baltic Birch, and the reason that I like them is a few reasons. Number one, they're easy to store. Number two, um, I don't have to worry about like stretching anything or anything like that. I just go in and work. Number three, um, since there is no tooth to a wood panel, I think that I'm getting all of the correct values without building up that level of paint to fill the tooth um, that's in that comes in canvas because there's these little grooves and you have to fill that up in order to get a flat surface um, whereas if you are painting panels you um, you don't have to worry about that so there's that um, but yeah and then the, the, another thing I like about panels is I can get a big ass sheet of 5x5 five five and then just cut down as many uh, six by six inch panels, or if I want nine by eights, or if I want like a, a fucking um shit, I don't know a eighteen by twenty four or something like that. I can get whatever size I want to fit, you know, my frames. And then that way, it's like, okay, you have, you know, x amount of these, and then you're not painting for the frame. You're just you can paint, paint those sizes, and then take whichever one is the best, and then throw that in. So. That's why um, I prefer panels. Okay. (laughs) What was the first art medium you fell in love with? Love is a very strong word. Um. Prismacolor marker maybe? Yeah, I mean. I'm trying to think. Spray paint? Yeah. Prismacolor. Hmm. Yeah, because I don't know if I'm really in love with a pencil. I don't know if I'm really in, I mean, I I enjoy drawing. Uh, Let's see, in love. That's a strong word. Fuck. Maybe, you know what? Probably oil paint. Like, because I know, like, that was the first one. It was like, ah, you know, like, yeah, probably, probably oil paint. I mean, um, Prismacolors, those were good. Um, I don't think I really got close to even mastering that. I had some other friends who were really, really good. Shout out to Jason Profant. He was a, a wizard with Prismacolor uh markers. And then um let's see, spray paint. Yeah, I mean like I fucks with spray paint heavy. So I really I like that. Um but oil paint is probably the one that really really grabbed me. Mm. Next question who who are you? Doo, 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 doo. Okay, here we go. So we'll get to this in a second. Okay, who am I? It depends on who you ask. It depends on the era. So we can start, we can go back. A lot of people know me as James. Um, it's a good question. Okay, let's let's take it all the way back. Um because I assume that, well, and you know what they say when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Uh, I should put my phone on do not disturb, but we'll be okay. Okay. So are we starting with graffiti? Sure, let's do it. Okay. um, Quitter, UPSK, STS, FLV. Boom, 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 boom. Shout outs to the Upskirt crew. Unprotected sex kills state to state. Keep it pushing, guys. I'm retired. Um, as a rapper, oolong. If you can find any of my music, that'll be tight, send it to me. Um and as a painter, I'm just James. Uh yeah, friend, uh enemy, painter, loudmouth, enthusiastic, um pot smoker. Yeah, man, that's kinda who I am. Lover of snacks and all things sweet, uh <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, man, that's who I am. I would, yeah, I think that sums it up. I don't know, let's see. Who, uh, have I ever been anyone else? I don't think so. Okay, maybe in the past life I was John Lake Wazamo or Denzel or something. Or a shark, a hammerhead shark, maybe. Best woo lyricist. Okay, first, okay, ghost face, hands down. Done. Uh, yeah, but see, here's the thing though, is when I read that question, when I thought I was like, okay, best lyricist in Woo. Now, lyricism is that's like a pretty broad term because I'm thinking like, okay, uh, lyric, like who has the best? Yeah, I don't know, but it's like bars, like quotables, because Raekwon has hella fucking quotables, but then. Ghost is just man. When he's on, he's on. Um, but then Deck is like really, really good at lyrics. So, but I would have to say best Woo lyricist would, man, it, I would have to probably say Ghostface just for the sheer volume. I mean, um, we got fucking. I'm trying to think of like some classics. Uh, can it be like? I could, see, and if if I could really recite probably like 10 Ghostface verses off the top of my head. So let's do that. We're not doing that. Okay. Um, Best Wu group album. Hands down. Wu-Tang Forever. Hands down. Um, Yeah. That's just like, you know, I rode my bike uh, like a mile probably to get that CD when it came out. Did that, to Tower? Did I go to Tower Records for that? I think so because it came out over the summer, and that was uh, it's Rasputin Music now, but it used to be Tower Records. Rest in peace, Tower Records. Um, but yeah, so then and what was tight is real niggas know that was the age of enhanced CDs. So you would put one CD in the um thing and fucking uh in your. CD-ROM, back when they had CD-ROMs, and then you could go through the Wu mansion, and there is, a uh, RZA had a mix board in one room, like, and it, I couldn't really ever get it to work, I think you were supposed to be able to make beats on it, or some shit like that, I don't know, yeah, but that was Wu-Tang Forever, hands down, best Wu group album, best Wu solo album, ooh, this is tough, mm, best Wu solo album, okay, um, Cuban Links, Iron Man, Supreme Clientele, but what's better? Okay, so Bobby did. Let's do five and let's do process of elimination. Okay, Bobby Digital, Cuban Links, Iron Man, Supreme Clientele, um, fuck, Liquids, uh, Liquid Swords maybe, um. But then there's Fish Scale, too. Fuck. Okay, um, shit. That's kind of hard. Damn it. Best Wu solo album. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Mm, You know what? Okay, let's just do it like this. Because when I moved to Seattle, my homeboy Chris Davis, he gave me a choice. It was like on some Shogun Assassin shit. He said, you can choose Only Built for Four Cuban Links, or you can choose Supreme Clientele. And I chose Supreme Clientele, so we'll go with that. Supreme Clientele. Yeah, because they had Child's Play. Child's Play was on Supreme Clientele. Um, Malcolm. Yeah, man, that was really good. Um, what else was on there? Nutmeg. Ghostini's on there. Yeah, that's... Woo Banga's on there. Yeah, but then fuck. Iron Man has... Cammy. Daytona 500. All I got is you. Fuck, man. Yeah, we're just... Shit, we're just gonna stick with... Um, we're gonna stick with supreme clientele okay okay uh best Woo affiliate mm. killer army um silent weapons for quiet wars probably yeah let, let's go with that um RZA beat hmm verbal intercourse yeah there man there's so many good ones but verbal intercourse is really really good um, second would probably be, uh, let's see, second would probably be, I like daily routine a lot. Um, let's see what else. Um, it's yours. That's a really good one. Yeah, that actually, let's, let's go with this yours. Yeah, let's do that. Um, how did you make the jump from aerosol to oil? Oh, this is a great one. So, um, yeah, man, we were, like, I was fucking, dude, I was having a kid, like, shit, I don't remember, shit, like, nine years ago, and I was in this phase of, like, graffiti where I was really, I was in it, man, neck deep. Big panels, big fucking <laughs> big shits up to the ladder, past the ladder, you know, just like acting a fucking fool. But to fuel that, um, to fuel that practice, I had to p- procure spray paint and supplies by any means necessary, which often included, um, yeah, you know, not uh, paying for it. So, you know, like it was one of those things where I was like, okay, um, all right, I'm I'm about to be a dad. Like I can't be getting cases for pulling carts and shit like that. Cause man, you know, y'all know the vibes. Um, or maybe you don't, that's why we're doing this, but yeah, you know, um, so making the, and then also I was in art school, like the Academy of Art University online. So that was kind of but no, 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 because we didn't even get that far. We didn't even get to fucking painting. So, yeah, that's a lie. So, yeah, it was basically um, exiting graffiti, wanting to jump ahead in my artistic e- education to painting and, and dabble while I was doing the other shits. Um, yeah, and then it was Wall six, But actually, I'll tell you, and I, I've probably said this at some point before. Uh, my friend Mike Wagner, he was the first person that I knew that ever had like a solo show and he had these big oil paintings and that had always stuck out to me. So, um, yeah, man, shout to Mike. Hope you're doing well, homie. Okay, what's your favorite Grey Granite track and album? Favorite Grey Granite track? No more breaks, no more breaks, that's all it takes. Build my space and up my rates. No more breaks, no more breaks, that's all it takes. Build my space and up my rates. Um, If you haven't listened to Jackal Island Heist, you should listen to that. It's a good one. Um, Favorite Grey Granite album, hands down. Dark Matter Hand, because I'm on that one. So yeah, man, Grey Granite, shout outs. You know that, out of all the people who I know who make music, Grey is the only one who actually, like, takes that shit seriously. I mean people from back in the day. Grey is the only dude who really... Like that, yeah, man, I mean, it's definitely inspiring to see the dude just fucking be on that shit and be hustling and, yeah, man, going at it. Are you religious or does religion have an influence on you? So, that's a good, Nick, I'm black. We grew up in the church. You know black families, we do like the whole Baptist thing, praying to white Jesus and all that good stuff. I would consider myself to be more spiritual than religious right now because there's a lot of, You know, there's a lot of um, rigmarole that goes with that. But yeah, I mean, do you believe, I believe in God? Yeah, sure. You know, all that good stuff. But um, am I religious? No, I can't say that I really am. I don't believe in, like, confessing my sins to a priest. Not that I'm knocking it or anything, but that just, yeah, I feel like we should have our our own relationships. It's kind of like the dojo is in the fucking person and not in the, and not in four walls. And then we got this last one. Who's your favorite model? Now are you guys talking about these Instagram models? Cause I'm not, I'm not hip to all the Instagram models. There's a back in, back in my day, we had like, there's like five chicks who just ran the circus, like Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, and the blonde chick who I forgot her name. She married some dude, and you know, all that good stuff. So yeah, um, I'm kind of out of the loop as far as the models and shit because um, with cell phones now, everybody's a model. So yeah. Um, okay. So what else has been popping? Bum 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 bum. Last time we had a podcast, it was the screenshot episode, and I was on this fucking uh this run. Nigel hit me up, he was like, Yo man, you do <laughs> hold like let me give my Nigel impression. Yeah man, you just need to work on your chops. Don't focus on making money. Just focus on painting and refining your process and Getting your speed down, and you know what I did? You know I would just, I would just paint a bunch of landscapes, man. <laughs> told me. Oh man, guess that shout outs to Nigel. So, d- during that, okay, so the beginning of, fuck, I forgot. Right after we, uh, dropped thirty four or whatever it was, I was doing still life paintings. I think I knocked out one. After that episode, so we're gonna talk about those four paintings real quick because this is really good. We um painted i painted three canvas panels, one that was linen on board um yeah, and it was and for i haven't painted canvas for a while, so painting it was uh it was just it was different it's not like um it was fucking a foreign language but the feel of, of it under my brush the the tooth it, it was a little different and it wasn't anything that I said I can say like hindered my my painting it didn't make it any better or any worse but it was just different um so those particular paintings I painted uh the first canvas panel was the pair of pumas and that was just a la prima I just blocked busted that shit down, bye, 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 bye. no drawing, no nothing. And then I um grabbed the backpack. We we did a drawing for that one, bah ba ba ba. Then I did the um a respirator. That one I'm not mad at it. I'm not like super hyped on it. But the drawing that the drawing was what gave me some issues. And then when I'd set it up, I was having um compositional issues. So at first I was gonna do a portrait I was going to do a portrait uh, way, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, this thing's long, so I got to flip it landscape, and then when I flipped it and I did the drawing, it seemed like the drawing was hella small, and I was, like, wigging out, like, why does this look like this, but it just worked out, so that just, that's, once again, James, trust your intuition, um, so that one was fun, and you, these are just three-hour paintings. We're just busting them down, bow, 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 so then next, I um, was looking around, my ba- and, and so the whole theme with these things, guys, is I've been painting a lot of cylinders. I've been painting a lot of things with, like, letters and stuff. So I wanted to step away from that and get to some different, like, elements of still, some different shapes in my still lifes, right? So then I busted down this Windex bottle, and that was really fun. That was probably the most fun that I had painting in a while. Um I used raw sienna. For an underpainting, which is like this warm brown for those who know, for those who don't, it's like a really warm brown, but it's not super dark. So you can do a, you can paint over your drawing. And what that does is that gives you kind of like two things footprints, so you know, like, okay, here's where my light and shadow are. And then the second thing is it gives you a, like a base coat because paint sticks. Better to paint, if that makes sense. So it's and also, um, oil paint is either opaque, which is rare, semi-transparent, which is common, or transparent, which is also common. So if you're dealing with paints that are semi-transparent, transparent, um, and you do an underpainting, then a you can l- so you can let that breathe, you know, and like kind of fuck with the opacity a little bit. And that gives you as the artist a little bit more room to explore outside of what you're doing with your subject. So, yeah, man, the Windex bottle, was really, really fun. So then after that, I was like, fuck it, man. Let's fucking take this advice and start rocking some, some landscapes. Because um, the last... Landscape that I did was a plein air painting of the security building and I sold that shit like that same day, didn't even get a really good picture of it, um, so I haven't had any recent plein air paintings, and then also when I look at my, um, when I look at my, uh, what you call it, portfolio, and I count, it's like, damn dude, you don't really have a lot of landscapes, so fuck it, let's bust these out. I went to just, man, around, you know, where did I fucking walk to Uh, that first time? It was, it was, the sun was setting, so I just walked along the tracks, um, there's some bridges and shit, and I just, you know, went and got some cool nighttime shots that kind of were on some California-type vibe, and, um just man wanted to rock them so i got a few of them that are more they got that silhouette shit going with the real bright um with the sky and everything and this also gave me a chance to explore a different area of my palette because in still life paintings you don't get those colors that you get in the sky the yellows the pinks the purples Unless it's isolated in um, one part of the painting. Whereas these ones, I'm challenged to create this lighting effect. You know, that's this rainbow that operates in the sky. So that was, you know, that's a challenge. Because I have to ask myself, like, okay, what's here? What's there? And try to get that shit popping. And then also um, do the, um, the fucking, the foreground, which is usually in shadow. And you paint from back to front when you do landscapes, so you start, like, at the furthest point, and then you paint forward, so the sky and all that shit is first, and then as you get closer to whatever the viewer is looking at, like, wherever they are, that shit's last, Um, so there was that. Another day I um cuz I was running out of material and I was like okay you took some pictures there's one that I took that I have a really nice panel for and I'm going to do a drawing and a transfer drawing and really try to make that like like stunt on niggas with that one but I want to work up to that with these 3 hour paintings so I did another one of the Fresno Water Tower and um that was pretty tight it gave me a chance to you know not paint this silhouette foreground i actually got a chance to paint a sky some trees a water tower all that stuff so that was that was pretty tight fresno's water tower is like an iconic sort of i guess thing or whatever oh we actually have stickers in there i should so if you guys are like in the area or whatever stop by fresno water tower and pick up some art and bs podcast stickers because i would bet they're still there Yeah, so all of those, the all of the landscape paintings have been on, wait, three of them are on wood panel. One is on oil-primed foam board, I believe, and I, okay, I think that the colors show better on this oil-prime shit. I'm, I'm thinking like these colors are just, they're popping because as I, I look, I'm like, wow, man, that pink. On that oil primed one, it's kind of nuts. I had this pink to purple section going down. I was I was getting my shit off on that one. So, that was yeah. So if you guys can get like an oil ground, and also it's not let, let's be clear here. There's no such thing as gesso. It's actually acrylic ground or oil ground. They call it gesso. That's we're we're gonna get it, but that's like this slang term niggas adopted and they ran with it. But it's really acrylic ground. And it's really oil ground, so that's what like the base of what you would put on your your fabric. Um, so if you like, if you are an oil painter and you have a little extra money, get some some oil ground. Um, it's like it, you can get from your local art supply store. If you're in Fresno, Allard sells it. Uh, gambling makes it. Who else makes it? Natural pig. Like if you're hella balling, Natural Pigments makes it. Um... I think you may be a You can probably order some from Treckle. Y'all niggas, f- I'm. You know what? Fuck y'all niggas. You, you guys need to sponsor me before I drop your name again. Um, Jerry's art like it, it's like it's pretty common, but it's more expensive than acrylic, and it's only for oil painters. But that shit makes your colors pop like on another level. And I've noticed that because some of my wood, most of my wood panels are shellac, so I'm painting on that shellac, which is super slippery, and then once I build up uh, the colors, then it starts to stick, so, you know, just like with the, that water tower one, did I use, did I do an underpainting for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, okay, so, but it was still hella slippery, and it was slippery up until, like, the second... Yeah, second pass maybe because the, the underpainting was slippery. And then I put blue on, I did a sky, and that shit was hella slippery. So, yeah, you just have to build up those layers and just keep keep moving, okay? <laughs> so the perks of taking your own photos. The thing is, is before I had committed to doing this, I was looking online, I have a lot of friends who take pictures, and um, some of them which I will paint, um, but the thing about those pictures is it's like, okay, you just get with those motherfuckers, um, what they upload, so if you are taking your own pictures, you'll take 20 pictures, and then you're like, okay, this is from area number one, and I'm gonna use this one, and you got five pictures left over that you can run back to later on. And you end up having more to choose from and also it gives it a, a more personal touch because this is where you've been it's not just you grasping your homeboy who went to Hawaii or whatever and you're painting a mountain that he saw so you actually have this intimate connection with the painting even more so and if you're just you know snatching people's pictures Offline, you can. I mean, like, that's fine. Some people can't get to mountains or deserts or anything like that. So, if that's not an option for you, then fair enough. However, every area has its own type of beauty. So, if you are in, let's say, Kansas, then just paint shit that's in Kansas and then flip that and make that your MO because niggas in Cali don't know what it's like in Kansas. So, if you're flipping that shit, then it's like oh wow that's how that, that's how that looks that's that's what's up and i think that's really important is capturing the area that you're from and bringing that to the world because if everybody's painting hawaii then arkansas isn't getting any love so we'll talk about studio landscape painting versus plain air landscape painting mm. So, playing air landscape painting one thing about that is the lighting is changing every fifteen minutes. You got the elements to deal with. your easel might blow over with um the wind um but you get that rich color that you can't get through um i mean like we are with modern technology, cameras are pretty good now, but there's just something about having that depth of field in front of you. And being able to take elements from various time frames because you might paint a mountain and there be no clouds fifteen minutes in, then there are clouds, and you can kind of knock those clouds in. Whereas if you um, ooh, I just killed a fly. Let's type um, like on some samurai shit, on some ninja shit, like on some uh nerds when he caught the fly with the with the chopsticks. So if you're out there. Um, you you have more options, and then also it's it's a stretching and expanding your photographic memory, which as an artist we all should be. Well, I, I don't know, y'all do whatever the fuck you want to do, but I <laughs> that's something that I want to work on. Plain air painting is yeah, so I, I would suggest it, I would encourage it, and um, if you guys want to go plain air painting and you're in the Fresno area, hit me up, and then we'll get busy. Studio landscape painting. Studio landscape painting is pretty tight because you have the comfortability of all of your, you know, your tools, your fucking whatever is in your arsenal you have access to. It's not as though you're just taking the bare essentials and getting busy. You can really put your foot into a painting. So it really depends on what you want to do. I've been doing studio paintings primarily, but I'm trying to treat them like they're playing air paintings and doing that three hour time frame because if I get used to that, no matter where I am, then it's I can always just bang it out. Bah, 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 bah. So yeah, there's that studio landscape painting versus playing air painting and I would encourage you guys to do both. Bars. One, tube, two, tube, three, tubes, four. Painting all night till my fingers got sore. Purple label exp- purple label suspenders, paintbrush extended. Yeah, man. We're here, so. Oh, fun fact. So, the graffiti. Uh, <laughs> you know what's interesting, is I'll tell you guys. In my book, there's this um. <laughs> how, there is an era in, in my graffiti uh, career when I lived in Seattle, and I was famous for painting and then going to work after that, because I did janitorial seven nights a week, so we would go and paint, <laughs> and my friends would drop me off at work afterwards, so we'd like paint whatever kind of crazy shit. Fun fact, the UPS whole car in the book, the silver one, I did that before going to work. So yeah, man, shout out to my nigga Big J. Video games. Let's talk about that. Uh, What type of video games we fuck with? Nothing really. I'm retired fighting game um, guy. RPGs. I fuck with the Final Fantasies. Uh, Street Fighter. Marvel. I'm a Marvel guy. Um, Yeah, man. You guys get it in. If you guys are part of the... If you fucking with the fighting games, then yeah. Rock that Gil, Rock that... uh, (laughs) Laura. Shout-outs to, shout to all the people who play video games. So, yeah, man. Um, let's see. What else is next on the docket? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to go in order because I have, have a bunch of fucking shit. Let's talk a little bit more about video games. So let's geek out. Some of my favorite video games. We'll go console by console. NES. Um, Earthworm Jim. I fucks with. Uh... Metal Gear, I fucks with. You know, all the classics, man. The original Final Fantasy, Double Dribble. You know, niggas, hey, man, Double Dribble, though. Niggas, hey. That <laughs> <laughs> shit was wild. Um, Sega, probably, you know, the Sonic. Games. Uh, What were some standout Sega exclusives though, man? Eternal Champions. That shit was... You guys remember Eternal Champions. That shit was was crazy. And then they had Part 2 on Sega CD and that shit. That game was... It was hella janky. But they had really good um, fatalities and stage fatalities interactables and shit. But there were really weird conditions that had to happen in order to activate them. Uh, Super NES... Um, Final Fantasy 3. Super Battletoads. Super Contra. Zelda. um, A Link to the Past. That was was some good shit. But you know, really, I mean, like, fucking with arcades. That was, back in the coin-op days, I was really into that, too. And that was where I got the the start of the fighting game shit. Shout-outs to the Neo Geo machines. You guys remember those? They would have four games and then you would put the 50 cents in you could pick it would be like world heroes or soccer or they had like this super crazy wrestling game that was tight as fuck um oh shout outs to tecmo wrestling on nintendo that shit that's probably one of the best wrestling games ever that shit was hard okay um and then remember the wrestlemania game where they had combos (laughs) Oh, that was when motion capturing was um was popping, and they had like Razor Ramon, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and they had combos on there. <laughs> oh man, wrestling had some, and then WWF Raw. That Raw was a really good game. Damn, they had some good wrestling games back in the day. Yeah, I'm a I'm a wrestling fan, Mister Perfect. I fuck with uh, you know, I was around when it was WCW and WWF, so. You know, from the Road Warriors to the Legion of Doom to, uh, I mean, Bret Hart, the Four horse I mean, Ric Flair is always, come on. Um, Ahmed, let's talk about when Ahmed Johnson dropped. Because up until then, the only person we had, we had Coco Beware. He was trash and then he retired. And then we had Virgil, who was the Million Dollar Man's butler. And then he got free, but ne- that nigga never got a belt. So we had Ahmed Johnson. My nigga did five home. Wait, damn, I fucked up the bar. My nigga did five came home looking like Ahmed Johnson. What up, my nigga? There we go. So, yeah, getting into art school. Let's do that. Um, Cause we'll do the we'll do the Pip episode some other day. Shout out to Pip. Um, Shout out to all the dads out there holding it down. However, you gotta navigate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, good shit. Okay, getting into art school—that was okay. So getting into art school—that was it. Was a risk. It was a, a leap. I didn't know what I was signing up for, but once I I saw like, okay, there's an option, and then they had two departments that I was really looking to fuck with. Either the illustration department or the fine art department illustration was more concept art comic books video games and that didn't that wasn't what I wanted to do I wanted like get painting you know some Rembrandt shit on some fucking Bouguereau shit but that time I only knew about Rembrandt so I chose the fine art department but what I didn't know is what this stuff entails man I'm gonna tell you just like they told me if you think about starting a career in art don't (laughs) just do something else do something else and do it on the side and you'll be fine. So um, it was one of those things where there was like an express pro, like you I started in the summer. There was this like accelerated foundations course and I didn't do well in that. And then it was like, okay, well, all right, we'll give you a second chance. And then it was really just not doing the work, not like because I was incompetent or anything, just that a computer yeah, I need the instructor right there, and I didn't find that out till later on. But then, you know, so then there was like a foundations class, and we had to draw shapes, and then the bust, the torso. There was an assignment on perspective, and then I think there was a there was a portrait assignment at the end. And needless to say, yeah, that didn't that didn't go well for your boy. You miss ninety, or wait, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So yeah, we was man, we was missing a bunch of them. Learning to draw, okay, that's a good one. Um, we're skipping ahead here, though, but we will talk about learning to draw because it was one of those things where um, I was work, I was doing paintings. Yeah, okay. Let's we'll go back. We'll talk painting, and then we'll go to learning to draw. So painting after the whole online art school thing, I had got some. I found some random like. What the fuck was that on? The ice cream was on like a cupboard door or something I found. And I did like, I found these panels. I painted a red fox on one. The first thing I painted was a self-portrait. Really, really bad. And then did I paint after that, I did some abstracts, like some, some, I had acrylic paint and I watered it down. And I just, like, poured it on these canvases, but it was, like, super watered down, so it looked like watercolor. And then I took a paint knife and then just kind of fucked around with it. And I think that's why I have the, a strong disdain for paint pouring is because after doing, I think I did, like, four or five paintings, like, where I poured paint, I just, I mean, yeah, it wasn't anything that... Like I'm gonna say, a caveman could do it, you know. And that just, yeah, it don't, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, I'm not trying to art shame, but that just, yeah, paint boring, man, boy. Different strokes for different folks. Okay, so after that, I think I painted the red fox, or there were some no geishas. I painted, yeah, because the, the geishas came, and then I did the Nintendo. And then I painted this bear that was heavily influenced by Mark Ryden. I'm not too big to um, admit that. Because everybody, hell of motherfuckers are influenced by Mark Ryden. But I think it's how far you take that shit. For me, once I did the painting, I was like, oh shit, this looks like that nigga shit. I was like, nah, I can't. You know, Not in someone's style like that. You won't, yeah, nope, not me. So then I flipped the red fox. And then at that point, I was like, wait, hold. All right, we there's we're learning how we're learning this paint shit, we're learning this this thing. And then the ice cream was was a while later. Um but once I did the red fox I actually was like, okay, you can you're not incompetent as far as this painting thing. It's just the way that you were learning. So after that um I had some family come into town and I wanted to try my hand at portraiture. And I I believe what happened was I took some pictures of my nephew Ocean and I started a drawing on, I started drawing and it, then I went to the Sean Barber class in LA. I didn't finish the drawing of Ocean and then, so I don't know what I painted, but he came back, he had got a haircut and that was the time I painted him. So I actually painted him after the Sean Barber class. Um, so yeah, shouts to you guys then after that um boom we we get into broadway studios um I'm painting uh Nigel had hooked me up with some bargs and I was kind of you know fucking with him and I would I would like draw and then I would take a picture and send it to him and he would mark it up on his phone and show me where I need to um where I needed to adjust and things like that so that was really helpful um so yeah man and then after that you know, I was painting still lifes, but I still wasn't, I didn't get, I wasn't knee deep in the drawing. So I started I painting a few still lifes, goofing around, painted some, some portraits, goofing around. And um, I was doing plein air painting with, with Norberto. He was helping me out on, on my painting and stuff. Cause he had a studio in Broadway that was on the other side of the hall. So you know, I would go over there, get tips from him. Sometimes I would be able to set up in his studio and paint with him, or he would come and look at my work and say, hey, you know, do you mind if I help you on this? And he would kind of show me a few tricks and things like that, Um, which, you know, in order to be a teacher, you got to be a student. So I was not really tripping off somebody helping me on my paintings that I'm learning on. I think it's a little different if you're like painting something that's a commission And then someone helps you And then you're taking total credit on it Like you put on your Instagram Hey, hey Instagram, look what I did And then this person clearly You know, helped you through the whole thing And that's fine, but just give that nigga props, man Um So, you know, it was one of those things Where I said, okay I felt like I was missing something And I wanted to learn to draw So I was like, hey nigga Oh <laughs> Yo, I'll fucking, you know what I'm saying, I'll cheese you up to, uh, to give me some lessons. So I cheese them up. And uh, we, we started a course and we met, I think, three days a week and we would draw and we worked on cast drawings, you know, and that was really, uh, that helped me a lot in my process in learning how to stand properly at an easel, learning to keep my shoulders straight and be aware of my body when I'm actually creating art to breathe and things like that. Because the more you're in tune with your body, the more you can like focus and say, okay, all right, I moved back. This is why the this is why the perspective changed because I'm leaning back or I tilted my head or things like that. So having an outside instructor who's pretty much a master painter, fucking that shit was really helpful. And then there were things that I didn't really realize, like, you know, um, I create depth of the field, optical um glows around, you know, the subject and just you know certain area. and what's weird is back then we would paint and he would always say like hey there's red right there and I could never see the red, but now I'm able to see the red, which is pretty fucking cool. Um so yeah, that um that was that. Why did we even make this podcast? hmm that's a good question so originally I would tell um Drew I said Drew I'm gonna start a show one day it's gonna be called Real Talk that didn't pop off then Mike and I we, we would play Street Fighter and uh we would do every Sunday we would play Street Fighter and some of our matches are on my um my YouTube page, youtube.com slash kinda fresh, um, so, we would play, oh, yeah, damn, we even talk about that, okay, that's one thing that we, we didn't really talk about video games and PlayStation 4, like, current generation of video games, Overwatch, um, man, yeah, that like Street Fighter Five, Marvel Infinite. Those are that's a whole nother podcast because I'm trying to keep this an hour and we're running like times ticking. So shout outs to all the support players though, man, in Overwatch because you know we got to keep niggas alive. Um, yeah, okay. So while I make this pod, so I was trying to get on other podcasts and shit, and niggas was like, "Yo, man, nah." So I was like, "All right, okay, let's." um yeah, let's make our own shit. You know, there cuz there were some podcasts a lot of artists were on and I'm looking like, "Yo, can I get in?" and you know, they yeah, just that door went opening and we had to start this so we could have a platform. But the thing is is everything you do for the first time is you doing it for the first time. So I there wasn't really a real format I didn't really think about a monthly trajectory as far as like solo episodes versus guest episodes. I just wanted to provide artists with a platform so nobody would get played like how I got played. Um, and then now we're in we're episode fucking 35 and y'all niggas are accustomed to guests. So I have to get, get you, you know, acclimated to who I am. Real niggas alert, real niggas in the building. we here. um, and in that way you know we can connect and you guys actually know who i am because that's something that i don't into i intentionally don't do because it's more about the guest than me so yeah man they was playing me and i was like man fuck that shit. i'm gonna go ahead and uh get my own joint sparked off so it's definitely been a learning process um moving forward in 2020 I think that we will, I'll do a lot more solo episodes because I've been inspired by Bill Burr and I see how he holds it down and crazy. Um, and we will do maybe a one month. We'll, we'll, we'll have a guest like at the end of the month or like at the beginning or at some point, but we'll, I'm going to be doing a lot more solo episodes and holding this down for you guys. But real quick, let's, let's get into PlayStation, uh, Four and three, because we got a little bit of time. PlayStation 3 classics, PlayStation classics. Let's see uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3 on PlayStation, Dreamcast classics, Marvel, <laughs> Marvel 2 on Dreamcast, Power Stone 2. That was the shit. Uh, what else was cracking? Marvel, all the Marvel games. We fought, like, if you mess with Marvel games, Deadpool, uh, Deadpool Doom Strider, Viper Doom Strider, let's go. teleports we all hear. Um, what else is there? Marvel Infinite people hated on the game. It had a very bad art design. I will say that, but it was fun. so they basically took the um, took the we call it the meat of the sandwich and then they made a power Rangers game <laughs> out of that which yeah, that's smart. Um, Overwatch is pretty popular. I was fucking with that for a while. Yeah, man, we're moving. So respect the healers. We play support or tank. Niggas don't want to fuck with my tank. My Winston is nuts. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So next episode, I'll get more into V-Bear, the science of painting. We'll talk about that. Um, if you guys are interested in asking more questions, hit me up. I, I'm pretty sure that I got everything. Um Painted so quick, I forgot to put my gloves on, breaststroke, sounding like a love song. Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in. You could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Catch us again next week. Same BS time, same BS channel. Once again, this is some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction. This is not admissible in no court of law. Happy holidays. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you support, <laughs> we out of here like Vladimir. James reels over and out. Peace. Oh yeah, I forgot to say, rest in peace, Papa Wu. We lost a great one. Um, remember we used to trick my wait. Remember when you used to trick me out of my money shooting dice, niggas? You crazy? Yeah, man. Uh, I had to come back for that because that was um. Yeah, we lost uh, fucking the teacher today. So, you know, our prayers go to the family. Everybody hold your head. And uh, yeah, we out. Rest in peace, Papa Wu.